We're celebrating the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time, the opening prayer. O God, who founded all the commands of your sacred law upon love of you and of our neighbor, grant that, by keeping your precepts, we may merit to attain eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Old Testament from the book of Isaiah, 55th chapter, 6th through the 9th verse. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call him while he is near. Let the scoundrel forsake his way and the wicked his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord for mercy to our God, who is generous in forgiving. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, said the Lord. As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. The Word of the Lord. Responsorial Psalm The Lord is near to all who call upon him. Every day I will bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and highly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. The Lord is near to all who call upon him. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness. The Lord is good to all and compassionate toward all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him. The Lord is just in all his ways and holy in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. The Lord is near to all who call upon him. A reading from the New Testament from St. Paul's letter to the Philippians, first chapter, 21st to the 24th verse and the 27th verse. Brothers and sisters, Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, life is Christ and death is gain. If I go on living in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me and I do not know which I shall choose. I'm caught between the two. I long to depart this life and be with Christ, for that is far better. Yet that I remain in the flesh is more necessary for your benefit. Only conduct yourselves in a way worthy of the gospel of Christ. The Word of the Lord. Hallelujah verse. Open our hearts, O Lord to listen to the words of your Son. Alleluia. The Gospel for this Sunday is taken from St. Matthew, 20th chapter, 1st through the 16th verse. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard, Going out about nine o'clock, the landowner saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You two go into my vineyard, and I will give you what is just. So they went off. He went out again around noon and around three and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, the landowner found others standing around, and he said to them, Why do you stand here idly all day? They answered, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You too 
go into my vineyard. Now when it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. Then those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual raise. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I'm not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. Take a few moments as we listen to the music to ponder the wisdom and the truth found in these readings. Religion is a very, very interesting 
entity. <laughs> the way I first learned about it was when I was a young man getting ready for First Communion. I understood very clearly the beauty of what the Eucharist said to me. There was something very, very special. I'd only seen my adults, friends, or my, well, my parents and my older brother could go. I couldn't. It was, it was very exciting, the First Communion thing. I think for most of us who received it was a special, special moment. Graduating into, you know, the adulthood of, well, the, the beginning of your adulthood as a, as a believer in this religion. And what I think about it, I looked so clearly into my own self and what I have struggled with in my own religious practices. But I remember clearly in the beginning, it was so simple and so easy to grasp. God was a conditional lover. He loved those who did what he asked them to do. And that sin was our big separation from him because when we didn't do what God asked us to do, he would punish us by separating himself from us. And I took that to mean that, was, that just became part of my psyche. You know, I just always knew that was what I was doing, trying to please God so he would love me. Yet I realized after being, you know, reflecting as long as I have over the scriptures, that, that, is, that is not the goal of what God wants from us, not obedience, especially not blind obedience. There's no act of love that isn't really free. What he wants is our love, not our obedience. And so when I'm thinking about the whole notion of how my own religious life evolved, I realize this evolution of, of who we are and what we're here for is a constant, constant, wonderful process to be engaged in. And not only are we individually engaged in it, but religion itself is engaged in it because human beings are creatures that evolve. We're not the same as we were at the time of Adam and Eve or the time when Abraham called, you know, a people together and formed them as, as a as a community following a particular God that had a particular beautiful way of dealing with people and calling them into freedom. And all of that is, is a sign that we continually are engaged in this evolution. And what I'm seeing now is even though that early church was so comforting to me and I just had made a big decision not to ever do anything wrong because I didn't want to be separated from God— so I had my spiritual journey was set. I knew what to do. Just don't do evil things, and this whole thing works, and you go to heaven. And then I listened to Isaiah in the first reading, you know. Seek God. He wants to be found. He doesn't want someone to tell us about him. He wants us to find him. And, you know, Isaiah was 700 years before Christ. And when you think about it, there's a lot in here that sounds like New Testament. But it was the Old Testament. And it did talk about a God of forgiveness. But the thing I find so interesting in this passage is he's saying, you know what? Please understand the ways of God are so much more than we could ever have thought or even that we have, that we can easily accept. They are. It's, a, it's an incredible plan that God has got for each of us. And it's, it's mystical, it's mysterious, it's, it's wonderful, it's frightening, it's comforting. 
it's so much more than just doing what you're told. And so I want to try to open your heart and your mind to what this evolution has led us to, to this point, because I see so much now in religion itself, great conflict over the direction it seems that we are following under the direction of Pope Francis. But I don't want to focus so much on just that, but it seems that there is a great anxiety with a certain number of religious people that if you take away this simple code of of performance, that everyone does the same thing, everyone believes the same thing, everyone makes moral decisions in unison with everybody else. When that is threatened, it seems that they're terrified, that they're going to not have a religion to go to anymore, that they'll be, everybody will be doing just what they want to do and all this kind of stuff. But I think it's so fascinating that how these readings seem to me to say, we never do move backwards, we always move forward. And there is definitely something more about our relationship with God than simple obedience. It's a relationship. It's intimate. It's a call to be part of what He is in this world, to participate in the same ministry that Jesus had. Jesus, a man filled with this beautiful divinity of God, but absolutely, totally just like us. And I think more than anything else, that incarnational event has so many meanings and such purpose, but the one that I think we haven't looked at closely enough is that it is an invitation for you and for me to believe that we can have that gift of God in our hearts and through that presence of God aligned, when we align our will to His will, we can accomplish things like Jesus accomplished, making people whole, freeing people from darkness. So look at the gospel, for, and I think it really does underscore what I'm trying to say about merit. So it's about Jesus telling his disciples another parable. Now this is a, to the disciples, so it's, got, you know, it's a little bit more important than, say, well, I would say this. He spoke mostly parables to his disciples, so they'd ponder it, because it was always about more than they could possibly understand at that moment. And so he's just telling him about a person who owns the land, and he's, he wants to hire laborers, and he hires them all at different times of the day. And then when it comes to payment, merit comes into the picture. The workers realize that the master is going to be giving, if he's giving the, the ones who worked an hour the same pay as us, well, he couldn't possibly do that because they don't merit it. They didn't, they didn't earn it. And he does just that. He gives everyone the same. And they're furious and upset. And I love the fact that he's saying, are you worried about me being generous? Are you worried about me wanting to do what I want to do? Why do you want me to do what you want me to do, what you expect me to do? Am I not free to be my own man? But the thing that I love most is the way it ends. Those caught in meritocracy, those think that they are the ones who are the cause of God's love for them, they'll be the last. Because the ones that will be the first were the ones that were 
hired at the end. <laughs> so it's so beautiful that he's saying those that work in merit are not where you need to be now. That's about the past. That's the last. That's the the misinterpretation. Not not the misinterpretation, but it's it's the thing that we mostly go to. You know, it's what I was taught. But to think that God merit it is not about merit and that he loves me when I am, I am absolutely not working at what I thought he wanted me to do, being perfect and being free of sin. You know, that I, I, it's, it's a totally different image of God who says, no, Don, I've loved you from the beginning. I have not ever not loved you. I am there for you, whether you are good or whether you are bad. Whether you deserve it is not the issue. What counts is how much I love you and see your value and see your worth. That's where I want you to teach people to be. And so I look back at the second reading, and there's this beautiful image of what I believe God is trying to teach us today. And it's not what we've always been taught, but it's always been given to us to teach. And we're now just discovering it, I think. But look at the way Paul looks at his life. Now, he's redeemed. He has been lifted up out of a level of consciousness that would fit a child who can only understand how to act if somebody tells him to and then punishes them if they don't. I mean, he's a a whole nother generation, in a sense. He's the beginning of our generation. And what he realizes is he said, you know, I know something now about me. I have this gift. He did miracles. He raised someone from the dead. And he's saying, I, if I stay here believing the way I believe and God working through me as he's working through me, I'm magnifying him in my very essence, my very being. I'm making God more present to people. And he's delighted with that, and yet he's so in love with the God that gave him this gift that he said, I'd like to just be with him. I don't know which one is better. Well, it seems he chose, in a sense, to stay, because he didn't, he didn't take his own life. He remained in the flesh and was of great benefit to the teaching of Jesus. I long to be a benefit to the teaching of Jesus. I want you to understand how exciting and how different the religion that we've been called into is intended to be. It's an incredible gift, incredible responsibility, and it will never be greeted very openly by people who are caught up in merit. Amen.
the closing prayer. Father, open our hearts to understand the mystery of your love, the mystery of the dignity that you give to each of us in inviting us to be partners with you in the salvation of the world. What a privilege, what an honor, and what a great mystery. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. The music in our program was composed and produced by Ryan Harner for this show. Pastoral Reflections with Monsignor Don Fisher, a listener-supported program, is archived and available on our website, pastoralreflectionsinstitute.com, and available anytime, anywhere, and for free on our podcast, Finding God in Our Hearts. You can search and subscribe to Finding God in Our Hearts anywhere you download your podcasts. Pastoral Reflections with Monsignor Don Fisher is funded with kind donations by listeners just like you. You can make a one-time or recurring tax-deductible donation on our website, pastoralreflectionsinstitute.com. We thank you for your listenership and your continued support. Without it, this program would not be possible. Pastoral Reflections with Monsignor Don Fisher is a production of the Pastoral Reflections Institute, a nonprofit in Dallas, Texas, dedicated to enriching your spiritual journey. Executive Producer, Monsignor Don Fisher. Produced by Kyle Cross and recorded in Pastoral Reflections Institute Studios. Copyright 2023.